Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome to the Coach's Cup. <laughs> we are here this morning on the last podcast of the year. So hard to believe. Yeah, I I can't believe it either. I think this is, I think this is podcast twenty nine or thirty. What? Yeah. Town. Wow. Yeah. Look at us. I know. And it's. Wonder- Oh, sorry. I was like, no, no. I feel like so close to you. We've been getting together doing this for 30 weeks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is, it, it's kind of amazing. And it's the perfect time to talk about our year in review because yeah. um, we, we are reviewing our year, looking back and, and kind of evaluating, assessing. And so we thought that we would do that with you all. For one, we really appreciate that you've listened to us this year. We, you know, we have, we have a, um, I think a pretty, um, my, my words aren't here this morning. We have a pretty. Uh, loyal. Yes, loyal. Thank <laughs> you. Loyal group of listeners that would not come to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we appreciate you. We appreciate being able to do this every week we've enjoyed it immensely and we appreciate that you come along for the ride so right it's been fun yeah doing that it has I think to myself like what keeps me going is it's because it is fun yeah to just talk and get together with you and discuss um the tools of the trade and where we're at and always like evaluating um where where we're going and where we've been and how we got there which Mm-hmm. Might be a good intro into today's into today's topic. Yeah, <laughs> no. Let's let's talk about that because when we when we were deciding um, we wanted to have this topic, d- the decision to to talk about this was pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly. But, but then we had our time to to actually say, okay, what are we going to talk about? And one of the things that we decided pretty quickly is we needed to talk about the metrics that we're using to evaluate our year. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think right away for me was the question, you know, how am I different? Right. And based on the results where I was a year ago, yeah. um, which we'll just use January 1st versus um, January 1st today. Okay. And what, and you want me to discuss or do we go? Yeah, go. Let's, let's talk about how you're different. (laughs) Well, um, January 1st of last year, I was still a student of the life coach school, getting ready to start into the applied track. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not have a job and I was challenging myself with, um, actually I was working through uh, my anxiety at this point last year, this was a very big, um, I guess I could put that in my R line for the year, kick oh, anxiety's yeah. ass. <laughs> yeah. So, um, this time last year I, I had not kicked it. I was, I was in the throes. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? If I use these words, like, yeah, Ab- like, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> It feels I mean, so inflammatory because if I was coaching someone and they were telling me they were in the throes of anxiety, but I was in the throes. Yeah. No, you, I mean, I think that's the perfect language and 
I, I guess our, our listeners, they, they only see the results. And so I think it's important to talk yeah, about yeah. the journey because I remember with your anxiety, you know, working with you through this time as, as a friend and as a coach. Mm-hmm. And I remember at, at some point, I, and, and I don't know when it was, I, I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't right now. It was like a few months later. It was, it was in the spring. It, it just hit me that you had this sense of peace come over you. That's the best way I know how to describe it because you had been so, I don't want to say worked up. That's, that's not the word I'm looking for, but your anxiety really did have you go ahead. You oh, Well, my favorite way to think about like the literally how I felt like I was living was I think about the cartoon and had that puppy in it. I don't know. And the poor cat would be eating the food and the puppy would come around the corner and bark at the cat and the cat would fly up and hit the ceiling and be hanging by the claws, you know? And that's literally what I felt like I was living every day with when I was, because it was daily panic attacks, daily anxiety attacks, daily. And I remember just, just just thinking like, I'm going to (laughs) die. If I keep living like this, I'm going to have a heart attack. It felt so compelling. And I was just so um, determined and, um, I definitely wanted my R line. Like I cannot be more pleased with my R line that mm-hmm. I never quit trying to figure it out that I had yeah. resources available to me. I had friends in life coach school. I had coaches in life coach school. I had you, I had like, everyone was so patient with me. And of course I was constantly evaluating myself all along the journey to, um, to get where I'm at today. So yeah, big yeah. R for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think, I think that's amazing. I think it's, it's been, um, it's been just really something to watch because the change was, was just so clear and so obvious, you know, it's still me. Mm-hmm. Just bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. It was, I remember, I remember feeling some relief myself because you were, you know, a year ago, you were really, you were in the throes of it. Yeah. Everything. But, breathing air hurt. Yeah. Breathing air. I can remember getting coached, telling someone when I take a breath in, my teeth hurt. That's how bad I have anxiety. Like it was that the connection in my body. I was in such a state of yeah. panic. Yeah. Over nothing. <laughs> and everything. Yeah. 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 I mean, and how many people, I, you know, I see people walking around, especially with students on campus. I don't see them walking around right this minute. Um, <laughs> they're all at home quarantining, but I, I see students walk around with that level of anxiety all the time. And I think to see you and what the work that you've done, I mean, to know that you can work to overcome it. Mm-hmm. So many times people don't understand that this is in their control because it feels so big. Mm-hmm. It feels so, in, you know, just encompassing. How could I possibly be in control of something like that? And yet you are. Yeah, I am. And 
I will feel it every now and then when I have quiet moments, if I find myself like at the grocery store and I don't know, I don't know what I'm thinking, but I will feel it in my body. Like I will recognize Uh the feeling of, and I will think to myself, ah, there you are, little anxiety feeling. And I'm, I am reminded that, um, that I, I have done so well and it's because I'm out in public Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking something that's causing this anxiety. Yeah. But I just acknowledge it and just move on. Right. Yep. Yeah. And I, you know, I think that is one of the main personal development areas where I have grown this year too. I, not that, that I had anxiety to overcome. I think, I do think that this is the year that I realized that I did have anxiety because my story was just Mm -hmm. the opposite. I always told myself um, that I did not, that I, I'm the cool, calm, collected person, excuse me, who, who puts out fires. Mm -hmm. And so that was the story I told myself. That was the story everybody still believes about me. And the truth that I figured out this year um, about myself is that I have the same feelings and emotions that everybody else does. Oh, but yeah, I know. Imagine that. I, I found out I was human and that I stuff my emotions down with food. Mm. And I never realized that, you know, here I am, I turned 49 this year and this is the first year I realized I, it sounds crazy. It does sound laughable that I am human. And the truth is, I like the story that I'm the calm, cool, collected one who takes care, who puts out fires. Mm -hmm. That's a story I like. Mm -hmm. And I want to keep that. What I don't want to keep is stuffing down my emotions Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. food. Mm -hmm. And so just having this realization this year. I have been so much more aware, uh, especially in the last half of the year. I don't remember when it, when it came to me, (laughs) when I finally realized this, I'm sure I can look back at my journal and figure it out. But, um, that this, this is the year that I realized I am human. I have human emotions. I have just buried them so deeply that I, I'm not always good at recognizing them, but I'm getting good at it. Mm Mm-hmm. I like that so much, Sonia. That's really, yeah. um, I think that's really a powerful statement to acknowledge. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it's, it just, it's very strange. Um, and I guess, you know, you, you talk about anxiety and how, how that feels very strange to you. This is, this is the same, you know, it, it's, 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 Huh. I can't be a very articulate. <laughs> Go oh, ahead. Like the comparison, like how I feel like because I've kicked its ass, like looking back and how you look back and yeah. you're like, oh yeah, I am human. Like this time, yeah. maybe last year you weren't thinking yeah. you were human. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't connect my personality with my, um, with my problem with food. Mm, that it, you know, it, it's one thing to say that your eating is emotional. Mm-hmm. It's another to realize mm-hmm. that you're using it instead of emotions. 
mm-hmm. or to avoid or yeah yeah so so anyway that's that's a big realization that I have had uh, as far as self-development goes this year and it wasn't one um, that I had it wasn't a goal that I could put on the calendar right you know this year I'm going to figure out if I have emotions or not <laughs> put it on the calendar yeah (laughs) but I'm gonna give you the cheat sheet (laughs) you do (laughs) exactly exactly but it is one that um that is a result of something that was on my list of goals and that's to journal Mm -hmm. and you know I came to this realization with with reading with journaling with listening to podcasts and listening to books but um, I don't I don't know that I would have realized it um, without my daily journaling. Mm, that's really um, that's really true. I think um, that is super has been a super valuable resource for me as well. The journaling. Um, I can't I can't attest to so much to the daily journaling. Yeah. Um, but for sure. Um, the journaling that I have done because this for, for me this past year has been just the year of getting coached. <laughs> There's my journaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and when you have people who, who come to you and want to like, they don't understand the, the power of this coaching thing. What, what's the power oh. of it for you? Oh my gosh. You know, well, here's the story I tell myself is I am an auditory processor. I, my, my gift is not my hand in my pen, a pen in my hand and paper. Like I can do that. And I can, I can, um, learn so much about myself, but I also, I enjoy the connection with a real person. I like someone else being my outside brain. I like Mm -hmm. hearing myself talk. Um, and what that type of discovery that I, you, you, you can only go so far with pen Mm -hmm. and paper. It's, it's a wonderful, but to have, to have that outside person to connect with. Yeah. And to question your question. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's really been an amazing year in that respect for me too. And it's been an amazing year period. You keep going. I'm sorry. I'm no, tell us, tell us something else. That's been amazing about your year. (laughs) We'll talk about my failure. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Well, I don't think at this point, at this point last in January of last year, it was not a goal of mine. Um, but mid year at some point, um, I decided I wanted to take back, back running back up. And we've probably talked about it a few times on this podcast because it Mm -hmm. was over the summer. I'd hired a, um, trainer and he was amazing and all the right things, but here's the bottom line. I'm just going to cut right to the chase. It was, it was a short-term goal. It was a goal that evolved into a short-term goal. And I put some pressure on myself. And the goal Um, was a sub 35 K. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Um, So here's what happened. Like I had the initial running goal and then um, I had a health, uh, I had a colonoscopy in March and they were like, oh, you need to come back in three months. So then I had that second colonoscopy and they're like, oh, you need to come back in six months. So here it is. Um, polyps, bad area. Doctor said the last colonoscopy, like 
He's like, Judith, if it's there again, you need to consider having the section of your colon removed because it's mm -hmm. going to be thin, blah, blah, blah. So in my mind, all of a sudden this goal went from, oh shit, I just, I need to bust out this year with my running because if I have to have my brain went down the YouTube channel, investigating all that, this type of surgery and like <laughs> thinking about, you know, you may not ever exercise for, you may not exercise for six months if you have to have your stomach cut open, you know, what's mm -hmm. this going to mean and all the things. So I immediately went from just enjoying running to, oh, let's do a 30 minute sub 30 5k, which is doable. Mm -hmm. Um, but putting that pressure on myself and then getting a job that requires a lot of sitting, mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, totally was in my goal, what I wanted to do. Um, I wasn't taking care of myself. Uh, there's a lot of stretching, um, that needs to happen. And so long, long story short, I do have some, we kind of talked about this earlier. I'm not, I am mad at myself. I guess I'm, it's just disappointment and it's okay. I'm disappointed. Mm -hmm. I dropped the goal, but in the moment it was the best I could do because I knew I wasn't taking care of myself. The sacrifice would be, I could be injuring myself if I continue at this pace of busting my ass and not stretching it. Yeah. <laughs> and then sitting on my ass all yeah. day long. It wasn't yeah. serving me. So I dropped the goal. Although yeah. I still have thoughts. I could get out and run a couple times before, you know, finish the year strong. It's still not over. Yeah. Well, and, and you haven't quit exercising. It's no, not no, like no. you just dropped everything. Yeah. I dropped the intensity, the pace. Mm -hmm. I'm hiking and walking and I still do my hit workouts. Yeah. I just dropped the running. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's, you know, I, I love looking at that because, so many times we see pulling back from, from a goal like that as a failure mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's not a failure at all. Mm -hmm. You've realized a lot about yourself in the process. Mm -hmm. You're working, you know, you, you've processed disappointment. You are processing disappointment. It's not something you do one time and it goes away, mm -hmm. but you're also being realistic about it. And, you know, that's, that's human, right? Right. And it's in its self-care. Like it's just another form of self-care I could, which is ultimately what this whole journey, this weight loss journey, this running journey, this colonoscopy journey, like all of it is ultimately to preserve this body that I have and honor yeah. this body that I have. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think, I think that's amazing. I think it's, it's, there are disappointments in life. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. but that's, that's just part of the experience. That's part of the package. Yeah. And every year has some, you know, speaking of disappointments and every year having some, um, we are going through our first pandemic this year. Mm -hmm. And it, I don't know that you can talk about 2020 without talking about <laughs> living well, through when we turn the calendar, it's all going to go away. Right. 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 January 1st. It's all going to be gone. So we're almost there. Yeah. It, but this has been a very heavy year, not just for me and you, for a lot of people, it's been heavier for a lot of people than it has been for us. But I think, you know, this pandemic experience 
is worth talking about because it has changed um, and, and not just negatively. There have been some positive changes. There will continue to be some positive changes to come out of it. But, um, you know, it's our first year in a pandemic. What what have you learned from that? Or have you? Are you still processing it? <laughs> Mostly, um, well, I think working from home has been, I just commented to my daughter last night, like, one of the benefits of working from home and being a coach is, you know, I got to, I got to, to live my dream life. But what I didn't expect was also, you know, coaching clients and hearing their stories, like clients that work are on the front line and like yourself, Sonia, right? Like after Thanksgiving, hearing clients talk about their experience of not having the traditions that they normally but also their thinking around that it was because like certain family members weren't there. Right. That, that they had, they had new thoughts, mm-hmm. right. Which it did bring new clarity for them, but it's so interesting. And where am I going with this story? That when the onion is peeled back, the family's not there. They're not making the turkey. They're not stressing over a coconut cream pie for Aunt Sue when they're not busying themselves, when they realize how good life is and that that's available to them at any time. Like their thoughts before were like, oh, we're never, you know, it's not going to be the same. But then the growth that they had through yes. was interesting to hear because I had a similar experience you know no turkey hell yeah i'm having a steak and potato i don't like turkey (laughs) anyway i'm babbling no you're not at all i think i think that you know the whole concept of discomfort this pandemic has caused so much discomfort we have been forced to get out of our comfort zone many most of us i would say i think i think i can generalize here there are certain parts of our lives that have become very, um, I don't know, we take them for granted. We just do routine, routine, familiar, comfortable. Mm -hmm. And we have been thrown out of that this year. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's been a fantastic opportunity for growth. Yeah. Or it's been the perfect year to sit around and, you know, complain and groan and talk about how horrible it is. You've had two options. Every, all of us have had two options. So true. Oh my gosh. And I don't think anybody lives completely in one or the, well, there's a few people I think live <laughs> completely in the negative. <laughs> but for the most part, you know, we kind of go back and forth between the positive and negative. But I have really, I've said from the beginning that I think this is going to be an experience that really allows for some changes. And I mean, I'm, I'm in the education field um, and I've seen some changes already that I really like. I've seen some that I don't like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I think if we keep looking at this as, as a way to grow, Mm then, you know, then we can really build something out of it. Like you said, learn to understand that, that it's not about 
all the stress holidays shouldn't be about all the stress we put on ourselves to create some illusion. Yeah. Illusion. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's been a great year for really discovering what is important. What is, what is the essence of family for me? What is, you know, really important when I dig down. Right. And it, it makes it uh, immediately makes I drop into gratitude, mm-hmm. right? This is just a year of being grateful for, um, for the human experience that I'm having yeah, and, and the awareness that I have of my life and of others and the growth that I have had and the ability to gift, to experience and gift coaching with others Yeah, in hopes that in hopes, can I say that? You know, there is hope. We're not supposed to have hope for our clients, but I have hopes, hopes of sharing and, um, yeah. and, and sharing enlightenment. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, I think it's okay to have hope. I mean, it does. I, I get that it needs to go beyond just the yeah. passive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You know, the, the active hope is, is critical. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have active hope that I and my family will, you know, work through this and find a new way to, to, uh, to appreciate going on vacation together. (laughs) You know, I mean, there are, there are a lot of things that, that have changed and they all offer, offer opportunities. Um, That's the might be the key word there for so many of us as we move forward is, the uh, uh, ability to adapt to change. Yes. A year yeah. Of growth. yeah. And, and this year I think also has been a year um, where those who are adaptable have fared better. Mm. Now, I think a, a couple of examples in my life of people who don't do well with change. Isn't that like, I don't know. I'm getting ready to go off on Darwin. The survival of the fittest is your Absolutely. ability to change <laughs> like and that's imperative this year and and changing your mindset is key yes. yes yeah and and you know i've seen some some stodgy old you know people not old not old but they they have that mindset of they don't like change i've seen some of them start to change mm-hmm. i've seen others who haven't and have really self-imposed suffering Mm. yeah they just kind of live in that Mm -hmm. and uh and I hate that for them that they have chosen that rather than figuring out a way to change yeah agreed yeah well um some other things I think in my year you know I was looking back over we we talked at the beginning well you all didn't hear us having this discussion, but we both talked about the fact that neither of us are huge. um, Like we don't actively write down our goals. Yeah. And this is the first year that I have done that. And then I was looking back at it um, because I had put it away. It was in another calendar and I switched calendars in July. And so I knew it was in there, but I never dug it out. And I was looking at it and I was like, huh, well, look at all the things I didn't do, but there's also a lot of things that I did do this year mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I started looking at it. And 
Um, I think I have, I have had a lot of growth in figuring out this whole life coaching thing. You know, like you said, we started, what did we start at the end of February in our applied track? Something like that. Something like that. And since then, because of the pandemic, because of being home, you know, the, the last part of our spring semester, we taught online and we, we couldn't even go to campus. Um, I learned a lot about how to run an online business. Mm. I figured out a website. I figured out sure that did. it wasn't just a website you need. You need like 4,000 other <laughs> programs to run along with your website that's that's a bit of hyperbole but um there was a lot more to it than Mm -hmm. it looks like and and I challenge anyone out there who's in the software industry to figure out how to make all these blasted things work together (laughs) that's really and you know uh, you figured out podcasting like how to podcast straight up I show up (laughs) I mean, that's all the work. No, that is not true. (laughs) That is not true at all. But yeah, we figured out. And and I have I have figured out a ton of stuff. Mm -hmm. And when I look at my business goals, I have blown way past the goals that I had on all of those. Now, another thing that I realized is that I. In doing that, I um, did not hit some others. I maybe spent more time on those goals because they were fun than I did on some of my um, some of my other goals. So maybe I need to reevaluate that. That when we talk next week about constraint, maybe I'll I'll talk a little I bit. I was <laughs> to myself somewhere. I have this note. I have a goal. Let's or let's see. It says. Um, The end goal may be shallow, but it's the work we take to get there that's deep. Yeah. Uh, Even like my running goal, who knew it would turn into, you know, profoundness around my health. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That, that is exactly, I think, um, I think that's, that's a great, a great lesson to, um, to actually wind down on. Is there anything else you want to say about your year in review let's see i'm flipping through my notes here well you know i was just going to say you know i'm not i don't i don't know that even any of these goals that we've talked about whether it be my wanting to go to life coach school wanting to work for no bs running wanting to run like these are not even things i wrote down Mm -hmm. but but that's not true. Even as I say that, I do remember in my, um, my, my no BS planner, mm-hmm. like writing, you know, I just wrote it every day, but it wasn't like I like officially set out this big goal and sat down on a piece of paper and said, I will do this. I just started saying it, just yeah. writing it in there. Yeah. That's, I'm just now even realizing that I, I think my mind, because you're thinking, I'm thinking about your calendar and how you have it like documented. Yeah, I do have some old planners with it in there. So, right. And, and that's what I would really encourage our listeners to do. Yeah, I did do that a lot. I think I spent well over a year. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Amazing. I was giving all the credit to my brain. <laughs> it, you will, I mean, if you write it down, Corinne says this, right? Oh yeah. She writes her goals down every yeah. single day. Yeah. And, um, and I think, you know, what she's accomplished, I don't think we need any more proof that that's a valuable practice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Without a doubt. So if you, you know, you don't have to have a formal list. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But even just jotting it down somewhere every day so that you can be present with it so that you can remember, this is my goal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know why that just came to me at this moment. Yeah, but sure. Just do it. Just do it. You've got a whole new year. The calendar's flipping. Yep. Next year, we'll be getting close to episode 100 at this point. So, so we will have a lot to review. I would say we've only had six months of podcasting. Look at that. I know. I know it. We'll be seasoned veterans by then. We didn't put this on the calendar. That was not on my calendar of like podcasting. Nowhere in my list do I have podcasting. And yet that's probably one of the areas where I feel like, I mean, it's, it's certainly an area where I've grown without doing this every week. I, there's a lot of things I would probably let slip. Yeah. I I like, like I said, it keeps me in the word. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, until next week. I will. And and until next year. Year. Here's to a fantastic 2021 where we don't always have it easy, but we learn and grow from whatever change happens. Yep. I think that's a perfect, um, a perfect summary. Yeah. All right. Here's to change. (laughs) All right. We'll see you all next week.